What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Well, good morning. Really? It's it's your favorite time to do this? <laughs> Which is in the morning. Tell me how your morning has been so far. Um, well, I got up not too early, 8.30ish. Mm-hmm. And, um... I tidied up and, you know, looked at my phone and had a bowel movement and okay. mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> you asked, you know, uh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, Everyone asked. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, I made coffee and my Reese Witherspoon fountain of youth smoothie. So now let's discuss the smoothie so that, um, people can hear about it. What's the recipe? Okay, I saw a a video, a um, YouTube video of Reese Mm -hmm. Witherspoon saying, like, I have the secret. And I, once she said, I was talking to Carrie Washington one day, and I said, why does your skin look like that? And Carrie Washington said, I start every day with this smoothie. And then Reese was like, I'm going to get my hands on that. So the smoothie is... Um, I'm going to do it in order of how you should put it in the blender or else you're going to have some trouble getting it to blend. Okay. Got it. At the very bottom, I put in one pear or one apple. Do you de-seed it or keep the seeds in? I de-seed it. I cut it in quarters and just cut out the, the, you know, core. I cut out the core. Got it. And I also then chop, I chop it into kind of like large hunks. I, I, I don't do as big as the quarters because it has the blender will be confused. Large hunks. Large hunks. Uh-huh. And then I put in half of a lemon. And that is the hardest cutting job because you are going to have to cut the peel off the lemon. Ooh, they want the peel off the lemon. Okay. Definitely. Peel is very bitter. Mm-hmm. And then, um, okay, so... Oh, banana. Put a banana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I put some toasted flax seeds. Mm-hmm. And then... Could you just use flaxseed powder? Sure. You could okay. also, like, there's many add-ons. You could put in almond butter. You could put in... Well, a and how butter. much, and how much, when you say flax seeds, like a tablespoon? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Are you writing this down? <laughs> well, it's recorded, so, you oh know, my it's, gosh. it's, it's, I really it's here. Felt it's felt like you're writing it. I was like, this is so crazy. Well, I also have like a mind like a steel trap, so I, I can really remember do. all of this. Really yeah. So mm-hmm. then... Why don't you get through it and then I'll repeat right. it. Don't so repeat anything. Mm-hmm. Then you put in a head of romaine lettuce. I do a romaine heart from Trader Joe's. They come in packs of three. Okay. And I just chop... A full, a full head of romaine. The whole thing. Just chopped up into wow. two-inch hunks. And uh-huh. then um, I throw, and then you, I throw in a, some power greens, which is like beet greens and stuff from Trader Joe's. But you know, you could put in spinach, any dark leafy green. And if you want okay. a peppery smoothie, you could put in arugula. Um, Wait, so then are those greens? It's powdered. You said a green powder. No mix. green powder. No green powder. Oh. Just greens. Okay, and what do you mean beet? What do you put in? Well. The power greens power. Oh, I, I understand why you thought I said powdered um, power greens is like a bagged salad mix at Trader Joe's. Oh, that includes okay. beet greens, etc. Okay. And how much? Just a little a handful, a little handful. Just okay. I, I really think it's just 
it's there to give you whatever that vitamin is in dark leafy greens and make the smoothie. Vitamin A. Uh Vitamin A. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And then you blend. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. Coconut water. And how much of that? I'm going to go ahead and say a cup. Okay. And you're still missing something. Are you looking at Reese's recipe? Mm-mm. I'm just remembering from when you told me before. Collagen powder. Oh, I didn't put collagen powder in today because I ran out. So it's also But optional. isn't that part of that? It's not part of Reese's recipe. It's just part of my recipe. Oh. Okay. So you uh, core an apple or a pear, cut it into hunks, and put it in the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then you put uh, romaine, a, a thing of romaine in there. And then you put uh, a tablespoon of flax seeds, toasted or powdered. And then you put in a little handful of power greens. Oh, you also put in a peeled, a half of a peeled lemon. Mm-hmm. And put that in before the romaine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a little handful of power greens. And then, and then that's it unless you also want to add in what uh, you had told me you've been doing which is uh, a, like a scoop of collagen powder okay. and a cup of coconut water okay, and one more you're almost there Oof. it's from early on though it's from early on early on um mm, some cayenne pepper of apple cider vinegar well that sounds delicious actually i think you could use a little cider vinegar Uh uh-huh um i don't know it's a building block of a smoothie you know it's fundamental oh a banana there you go a banana i don't think of that because i just it doesn't feel like a banana kind of smoothie because it's so green in its nature yeah it literally just sounds like a green juice. Um, yeah. I even like to use great. a green skinned apple or a green skinned pear just to, you know, make sure it doesn't get cloudy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. Remember when I was just drinking celery juice for a while? Celery juice is, you know, that's a real diet. That's a Hollywood that, diet. That really was. That really was. And you have been feeling like you've been having excellent results from this. Weirdly, yes. I now, feel... do you think it's just placebo, or do you think that you, in reality, can see a change? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Right. That. Nobody knows. Because I haven't been taking photos every day. I don't have a team mm. of scientists measuring my pH levels or whatever. So, right. I don't know. But I will say that, like, the very first day I had the smoothie, I had to pee like one million times and I'm not like mm. that because I don't, I like don't drink enough water. Right. I'm and this not... might be for those of us who are not great about that, getting that liter of a half of water in us oh, every yeah. day. Water's not interesting. So I. Well, I if would... you drink coffee, I have to say, you know, that's like you have to drink two cups of water to offset that cup of coffee. Right. So I just have to. Th- imagine that it was working because I was I felt so hydrated and then I was like I think also my my skin looks plumper Mm. and that's that's all I'm gonna say about it in terms of results for now 
But um, next time you see me, you can let me know because I'm being very religious about it. Amazing. I want you to keep this up mm-hmm. um, until COVID's fully over so that your mask is off and we can see. But what am I going to do in the two-week quarantine in Australia? Do you think I'll have a blender in my hotel room? <laughs> Maybe you should pack a Nutribullet. That's an interesting and, point. And be like, I need a delivery of these items every, as long, I just need to have them. This is, put it in your rider. Well, I just don't know what my, I don't know if I'm going to have a fridge in my, I don't know. I'm hoping I have a kitchen-ish situation in my room so that I can order groceries. When do you leave for Australia? I leave in the 26th, so three, about three weeks. I'm so jealous. I can't even begin. I can't even begin. And how long are you there? Um, you quarantine for two weeks. Yeah. And then I'm there for like three or four more. Oh, Reed. <laughs> oh, Jack. I can't even tell you how jealous I am. Like. Uh, I mean, the fact that you went and you got off that million, I guess it was different because you didn't have to quarantine in those days. Right, right. But you stayed a week, and then you had to turn around, and that's hard. I was there for two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. That's long. Yeah. Yeah. I was there because I taught taught a workshop and rehearsed the solo in, and then we – so the teaching was the first part, and then I performed. It might have been maybe like 10 days. Hmm. Um, And then – Yes, turned around, but it is a real, um, what a wonderful place to go. You're going <laughs> to get to walk around probably, I mean, at that point. If I can still walk by then. It might be gone and over there, because, you know, there's times where Victoria is like, okay, it's it's over. And then, you know, people like go and see shows or something. What do you mean? It's, I I mean I saw that like people at like we're going to see live theater there. Oh yeah yeah, it's true. I mean, you're it's going to be such a culture shock. I don't know people not in masks. I guess I could wow. go to the south for that. I could also go to like um, a Walmart in the south. <laughs> sure 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 sure. I mean sure. I don't actually know if what Walmart's policy is, but I did see this really insane TikTok thing that someone put on Instagram of this Southern little Southern queen in a, in a grocery store driving around one of those electric shopping carts. Mm -hmm. And then some non mask wearing older white man. Um, he goes the, the wheelchair (laughs) wheelchair, the, um, electric shopping cart person goes up to the old man and is like, I love your mask. (laughs) And then the and then they proceed to have like this insane fight where the the gay boy continually just taunts him by being like, look at your shoes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you meaning like, I love your shoes or. Make just your- laughing at this disgusting non-mask Trump. Aspect. Wow. Wow. And doesn't get beaten up. Mm. Hard to say. Oh, hard to say what happens at the end of it. Yeah, this, he makes this man so angry. (laughs) 
Wow. I mean, talk about poking the bear. Yeah. He was really, he was having fun. He was having a good time. (laughs) Really, really was just, you know, the rabbit running up to the bear and like poking it and then staying, um, staying around to keep, to keep poking the bear. That is a real, that's a real, um, truth or dare. I know. I'll see if I can find it for you and send it. You'll you'll appreciate this bit of performance art. Wow, that is. I mean, talk about uh, risk. Yeah, best talk dance about theater I saw this with week. risk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> performance with risk. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So that was that. And then I'm mm-hmm. meeting with Jillian later today for a portfolio class. Um. Please tell Jilly and I say hi. I'm going to the library in the evening. Oh, nice. To return some books to Linda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw you on your birthday. We did. We did. We. I mean, I, does everyone know what that means? <laughs> I think people understand that that means FaceTime. Yeah. <clears throat> and I want to uh, do a, a, a public thank you um, to you for making me what I'd asked you for, which was... <laughs> A bodysuit that looks like an oil slick. And people will get to see that at um, some future date. Well, I think Perhaps. I took a bo- I took a screenshot that's quite good that I can post on our Instagrams. Oh, uh, well, I need to see that first. I need to yeah, have, send um, it in for your, we, for your management's approval. What did we call that back in the day? I mean, it's still called that. It's um, photos get taken and then you get to have final approval or mm-hmm. who the fuck knows. Anyhow, yes. Yes, please send it into my management's approval and I'll have my team look at it. Um, but really loved that. Um, also loved that you were trapped in a, a oh, townhouse in Brooklyn. Yeah, so I went to visit Mac and Ryan and who who have been house-sitting. Well, I guess not really house-sitting, but they live in this giant townhouse that's not theirs. They're basically mm-hmm. like the... The night watchman. Wait, what? Who are the people who just like? Oh, the the groundskeeper. Yeah, like that. The people who oh, just okay. at the estate I, taking care uh-huh, of it uh-huh, while the uh-huh. owners are away. The maids. The maids. <laughs> <laughs> and the maids uh, by Jean Genet. It's, you know, with, Mac with, and Ryan. with two young guys as a. Uh, the maids yeah um and so yeah if i I, do shamb again i should just recast them into it oh my gosh it would be yeah they could really do it i think mac would be it's hard to say mac is jacob and ryan is you work got it yeah 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 um and then uh oh so i went there to do this baking brunch because i was Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna make claire saffitz's creamy greens pie mm, mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. were like we're gonna make a dish it- from the movie carol uh-huh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, what does she have cream spinach she has um yeah i think it's sort of like creamed spinach mm-hmm. like over an english muffin with a poached egg that sounds so good doesn't that sound incredible yeah it sounds yeah. it's it's literally, I remember like eating something back in the day when we used to be able to eat in restaurants at Elephant and Castle and really feeling like I was having my Carol life. Yeah, Elephant and Castle, you could definitely get like a slightly updated Carol meal, but not that uh-huh. updated. Right. Um, 
So you went to make your greens. Yes. Uh-huh. And then, and Carol I, you bunch. know, I was in my full snow regalia. I had my snow pants mm. and my rain boots. Mm. And because I, I was, being, mm-hmm. I was walking through like, you know, snow drifts, essentially. Totally. And then um, sometime in the middle of the day, the F train was like, we're done. Bye, girl. Right. So then we had a slumber party and that was, and that was, and then we also called you for happy birthday. So it really did feel like a party. It was the three of us and the three of you and happy birthday. Yeah. Thank you. And how'd that movie turn out? Which one? The Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh my God. It's so incredible. (gasps) Though we didn't get to finish watching it because, uh, something happened with the screener. So it like, it stopped like 30 minutes before the end. That's a nightmare. Um, whatever. It'll work itself out. (laughs) I'm so like, I'm, I'm like, I, she's, everyone in it is, is great. It's a real ensemble. It ends up becoming like a a real continual ensemble piece. And I won't say more because we'll, we can review it at some point, but it's definitely, it's definitely in the wheelhouse of, you know, um, and Michelle Pfeiffer as Jack Verver as Michelle Pfeiffer uh-huh. <laughs> in uh, playing a, a character that Jack Verver would play. <laughs> and, and would anyone other than Lucas Hedges play Lucas Hedges or just Lucas Hedges? He is so incredible. Look, I've wow. Been, I've been wow. 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 This movie is, if you thought he was good and let them all talk, you will really be like, he's it in this. It's, I, this is a movie where I'm like, nominate her for an Oscar. Well, you know, Lucas got nominated for Manchester by the Sea, deservedly so. And every time Lucas is on screen, I think, wow, 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 wow. He's very good. He's very good. Yeah. 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 Um, but a movie that you and I have seen that you were really like, wow, was Pennies from Heaven. Pennies. That was my assignment from last week. It was. And I I paid my two ninety nine to mm-hmm. rent Pennies from Heaven. Mm-hmm. And so I watched uh I started Pennies from Heaven and I was first struck by, oh, wow, Steve Martin is so handsome. And also, wow, Steve Martin's hair is not yet white. Right. And it's unusual to see Steve Martin without white hair. It changes everything about how he looks. And Mm -hmm. kind of five minutes in, I was like, this is weird. He looks like Harrison Ford. And then I later found out via my IMDb search when the movie was over that Steve Martin was the original person cast to play Indiana Jones. I am <laughs> so shook. <laughs> that would have changed literally everything. It makes sense, about though, right? That franchise. Well, yeah, it would have been a, a far funnier show. Yeah. Um, show movie franchise. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and why didn't it happen? I think Steve Martin pulled out for I don't know what reasons. Uh, maybe Bernadette was like, "You can't, you can't do that." <laughs> <laughs> 
I doubt that very much. That was the other amazing thing I found out was that they were in a relationship when they made the jerk mm-hmm. and pennies from heaven. Mm-hmm. So sweet. I love that. What a couple. Wow. Gorgeous couple. I wish we I wish we knew why he didn't do Indiana Jones. That's really Well what you want to do a Google? No, we can find out later or someone can let us know. Okay. Oh, oh, speaking of, we're going to go on with Pennies from Heaven, but this is a, a, a little announcement for our listeners. Okay. Are you listening, everybody? We're 20 minutes in. We want in the next chunk of podcast to start shifting towards an advice podcast. Is this news that's to you, correct. Jack? Is this news? No, no that's correct. And so we want you to please email us questions or DM us questions into our Instagram. Our email is with dance and stuff at gmail.com. And, and our Instagram is, I think dance and stuff show. Yeah. And send us any questions of, about yourself or you could ask about us too, but it has to be something about, mm, okay. This is an advice column. So mm-hmm. it's questions about them. Yeah. 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 So um, people don't, Write, dear Abby, mm-hmm. saying, dear Abby, um, how was your day? Right. People write, dear Abby, being like, um, uh, my husband mm. is gone from two to four a.m. every night. Should I say anything about it? <laughs> exactly. And, exactly. And dear Abby is like, well, um, and and also you can send it if you want to send in a question that's gonna, you know, like, should I? put my child on point shoes now I'll, I'll mm-hmm. reach out to an expert and I'll get back with an answer for you. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. Otherwise it'll probably be a lot of um, freewheeling uh, psych riff. And or maybe it'll be point, like, what you're... do I do about an anal fissure? Well, you know, what can also help you with that? Yeah. So at this point, if you've been listening for a long time, you should also have a sense of um, our entry points and um, and they will be different, which will be fun mm-hmm. um, in terms of uh, what our opinions might be in terms of giving you advice. And remember, we are not medical professionals. They will be opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, but in this way, even medical professionals, it's an opinion. Totally. Um, so yes, as you well know, as I well know, as <laughs> as really a walking pharmacy myself. Um, Wouldn't that have been amazing if I'd gotten diagnosed with cancer and then like gone to the next doctor and then been like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and and then and then you and then I was like, take this, and you were like, wow, it worked. It cleaned it right out. And I was like, yeah. Oh, I was like, take these. Take these three pills, drink this apple cider vinegar with this powder in it, and then I got this other thing. It's, I think it's going to work. Just if try only it. I could have just pooped out that tumor. That would have been tremendous. Anyways. Right. Well, um, Pennies from heaven. So, so that's so advice column. Yeah. Uh, write us in. And uh, Rita, you will need to check the Instagram as I'm not there. So and keep the that in mind. And I'll check both. Wow. Work. Okay, great. Pennies okay. from heaven. Pennies so it begins. Uh-huh. So it begins and mm. Steve Martin is in a challenging relationship with mm. Julie, what is her name? Suspiria lead actress. With Suspiria lead actress. And I want to call mm-hmm. her Julie Walters for some reason, but okay. I don't know if that's right. Anyways, she is exquisite in this movie. Um, and I find literally everyone who's cast in this movie to be incredible. 
Uh-huh. And she she is so good in the movie and at playing the frigid wife. Um, and Steve Martin is is like, I've had enough. He's like, I really want to have more sex. And it's this this person's not going to give it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has a psychotic episode when he sees Bernadette Peters at um, a record store and her dress changes three times during a little musical number where he fantasizes about her, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And then, and she's a poor school teacher. Mm-hmm. And so he stalks her basically. <laughs> and then he, um, he doesn't rape her. Oh, it's tricky. The movie's dark. It's dark. The movie is dark. The movie starts and you think, oh, a comedy. And then Mm. you are like, this is a really dark movie. Hmm. Yeah. Um, He coerces her into sleeping with him by being very persistent. Mm. And he gets her pregnant and then she loses Mm. her job. She becomes a prostitute um, is she employed by Christopher Walken? Do you want to say? I can't remember. We don't know if Christopher Walken was the pimp or not the pimp, but he does, does an incredible tap number and he looks like a model. Yes. And his tap number is a complete what? But wow. doesn't well, all the but dancing. Steve Martin. All the dancing. Doesn't Steve Martin also? Steve Martin does a few tap numbers that you're like, yes. I don't get it. How did yeah. you do that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're they're tap dancers. It's not like, oh, their uh-huh. actor learned to tap dance a little bit. It's like you're a tap dancer. No, it's dancer, literally like blah, we're blah, watching blah, blah. musical theater actors who then were also movie stars. Yes. Yes. It was like people who had, who had had to go and like be trained and had like sung scales and learned various forms of uh, popular dance. But what's interesting about this movie is that they don't sing, they lip sync to like old standards. Right. And so if, if, if you are a director or producer and you're wanting to make a dance centric musical, I mean, look no further, just have the actors lip sync to old songs. No need to have them sing a song badly. Okay. So that's my PSA. Wow. Um, uh-huh. Except also, uh, there are some dancers who do sing well, Garen, Robbie, others. Uh-huh. Um, and Garen looks like young Christopher Walken. Oh, that's interesting. That was the vibe. I was like, this is Garen's wow. part. This is Garen. That would be Garen's part, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's extraordinary, like, old-fashioned Hollywood dance numbers that that intersect the plot of the movie um Mm. in the end steve martin oh spoilers everywhere literally it's all just spoilers. yeah well yeah that we're doing we're doing it we're doing it so if you had really if you really want to watch pennies from heaven when we suggest you do just stop listening right now and um uh, because we're gonna we're gonna finish out on talking about pennies from heaven right so Steve Martin and Bernadette Peters have this like fantasy that they're going to get away from it all, but it's yeah. really not working out. And at this point in the film, Steve Martin's hair is dyed brown, 
which looks red, which I just have to assume is because his hair like was precipitously turning white during production. So they were like, God, we're going to have to do something about this. So they just dyed it and it looks totally different from what it does at the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. At any rate, maybe it was a character detail that they wanted because like it was his descent into like the seedy side of life, which is dyeing your hair. I I don't know. Right. Well, he also has like created this accidental tragedy for himself by trying to help someone. Well, I left out the part that he gets Bernadette pregnant, but then she gets an abortion and then she becomes a hooker. And then, um, and then Steve Martin gets in trouble for something. I can't believe you can't remember this. So he, uh, gives his food. Oh, I remember from a this. diner, the blind girl to, um, <gasps> how uh, did I forget? Incredible. Incredible dancer performance, the dancer. I cannot like one that of the most astonishing. This, like this, a silky soft shoe. Like my god, but the, my god. So the 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 street busker is this mm-hmm. beautiful actor. We don't know who they are, and at once he's fed by Steve Martin. There's this unbelievable scene where the side of the diner vanishes. Mm-hmm. And this performer gets up, walks into the street and sings the title number pennies from heaven as pennies fall everywhere. But they're like, you know, lightweight mylar coins or something. And it is the most beautiful. It's the most beautiful musical number I've ever seen. Wow. I'm, I am so glad I made you watch this movie. I I mean, I remember these scenes. I remember being completely shook when I was watching it and sort of in a, in a kind of uh, disbelief uh, almost. And, and also sort of confused in terms of why it's not discussed more, um, especially with some of the other contemporary musical movies. Um, Or why it's like, we don't know about it. And yet it looks so expensive, like mm -hmm. Hollywood, Mm-hmm. Hollywood, old Hollywood, so much money. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's also because of this common tragic plot, which Reed and I alluded to, and I think let's just leave it at an illusion okay. and, um, and and not fully get into into this uh, just tragedy. horrible um, tragedy. That I is mean, that's, the one time that a person actually sings in this movie is related to the tragedy and it's a beautiful moment beautiful steve martin wow steve martin thank you we salute yeah yeah and Um, he and he really sings it's really i i'm so glad that you saw it i'm so now am i correct that the line that i remember is cut his dick off cut his she says like cut his thing off Okay. She doesn't say right. dick. It's not in her. It's not in her okay. lexicon. She says she's. I think she's like. I hate him. Cut his thing off. Cut his thing off. Yeah, she's yeah. done with him. Yeah. Um. What What else about pennies from heaven? Oh, so pennies from heaven. 
um, was directed by Herbert Ross, who famously leading up to that had directed all the, the other big dance that, well, he directed the turning point, quite frankly. Oh, wow. And also eventually ended up directing the movie Dancers with Baryshnikov and Julie Kent. And he directed other kind of like more standard Hollywood movies. But Herbert Ross, when I was looking at the credits and I saw one of the producers was Nora Kay. And I was like, that's weird. There's like this very, very famous ballerina from the 40s. Oh, excuse me. Just a second named Nora Kay. And, um, are you still there? Yeah, I'm listening. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, and Nora Kay, uh, it is the very, it's the same. Nora Kay ended up marrying Herbert Ross and she would produce his films. She worked on them wow. with him. And that's, I think, why his dance films have like a previously unseen kind of authenticity. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you note who the choreographer was? I did not. The choreographers in Pennies from Heaven? I didn't. I was, I was, um, I was a little disturbed by the end of the movie by this tap dance films, glaring, wild, astonishing lack of color. There is not one black person in this movie. No. Not literally. There are dance numbers with hundreds of people. There's not a black person. (laughs) Well, it also feels that it's, that it's, uh, that the movie itself is also, is about these really sort of, um, indigent, awful, Mm -hmm. Uh, white people in the depression. Yes, but I mean, I agree, of course, considering what the dance is and, you know, but it takes place in in New York. Is that true? Um, uh, I don't know if it's, if it's where, I don't know if it's It's somewhere it's, it's, it's in a urban area, but not one. I really right. like, I, I paused a frame of that last gigantic number, Pennies from Heaven, with all the women with the penny hats. Right. I was like, one of these people, there has to be a person of color in this, in this gaggle, not one. It's, I mean, we, I don't, this, it's no new news about the racism of uh, film, television, yeah. and theater. And this movie is in 1981. 1981. So, you know, it's, I scan around in terms of the films even happening at that time. And it is uh, emblematic of just how racist the studio system was and uh, is. So, I mean, there's certainly changes, but there's not enough. I mean, look at what we have now. There's still not enough. It's, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say that representation is at, at some great, uh, uh, some great stining exam, shining example. Um, it's getting better. I mean, yes, it's, it's getting better. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. not great. I, I watched the beginning of Bridgerton last night mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, they're trying, they're doing a thing that's like been, I mean, it's been done like in, 
in um, the the muse, live action Rogers or not live action the the Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella with Brandy. Um, do you remember when they did that very much colorblind casting where it was like Whoopi Goldberg as yeah, of course, mom, and that was wonderful, and it felt like oh, let's continue in that vein, and it didn't happen, but right. they're they're trying to do it on Bridgerton. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that that will be, you know, I, I think that that's this other, uh, thing that we have to look towards in terms of, of how that representation happens. I mean, yeah. but also think of queer representation, like how far do you feel it's gone since Will and Grace? Well, I, and well, it, uh, better for sure. Uh, do you want to know what I, wa- <laughs> I watched a preview a trailer from the movie In and Out last night. Uh-huh. And I was... Klein. Yeah. That movie where right. I think Joan Cusack and maybe also Kevin Klein were nominated for Oscars for that movie. Hmm. And I think maybe not Kevin, but def- I, Joan was definitely nominated for Best Supporting Actress. That movie, even just in the trailer, I was like, this wouldn't be allowed today. This is hmm. an unacceptable unacceptable and so to move forward when was that movie 1995 almost 30 years and see like the trailer for the movie i talked about last week the still alice gay with stanley tucci and colin firth like that's a big step big step yes Yes. i mean it's still straight white people playing gay people (laughs) always fun you know, one of my faves. Um, so I have to wrap up because of uh, work, 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 um, work, But just so you know um, that uh, the here's some trivia. I love the pennies that are rained down mm-hmm. are indeed penny sized sequins. Mm-hmm. Um, they blew out of the stage door and could be found in the corners of the streets and MGM studios for almost a year. I I believe it. They are so many. The reason that uh, Steve Martin didn't do Indiana Jones Mm -hmm. is because he did this movie. (gasps) Can you believe? Christopher Walken's bar top dance scene took two months of rehearsal and two days of shooting. Mm -hmm. He did get compliments from Fred Astaire and Gene Kelly. Oh, by the way, Fred Astaire hated this movie. Fred Astaire hated this movie he said it was the worst two hours he spent of his but entire guess what? life reading what fred astaire said because he mm-hmm. said this absolutely i remember this psychotic thing about being like life wasn't like that in the 30s and i was like your life wasn't like right. that in the 30s right 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 he was like things were way more innocent than they're painting this thing to be i'm like you're so stupid well, I think it's about this thing around, you know, work, privilege, what someone's doing, and, um, you know, all of that. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and it didn't, it didn't do well, which was very disappointing for Steve Martin. Yeah, I think he really cared about this film. Yes, and it's based on a miniseries. Oh, Yeah. Starring starring people that we know? I guess. I didn't see the miniseries clearly because no, I didn't no, even no. see this movie. And, you know, I right. remember seeing bits of it when I was, when I was, uh, 
was younger, but um, I can't. Wow. I can't tell you too much, too much more than that. Thank you so um, much for for going to the IMDb for all of us for all of our benefit. Yeah, yeah. I think there's also something um, that will also be of interest to you. Yeah, yeah. Which is that. Um, uh, where is it? Um, okay, got it. Do you know who was the, who was originally asked to play the Steve Martin role? Take a guess. Take a guess who they originally wanted for that. Oh God. And who turned it down. 1981. I don't know. I don't know. Jack Nicholson. Oh, that makes sense. But I don't know that Jack Nicholson would have figured out the dancing that well. But maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Steve Martin is, I think, inherently like a staged musical theater actor. So. Yes. Yes. Who would go on to write plays. You know, I met him once. He was very nice. He seems nice enough. I mean, I mean, yeah, Jack, was, Jack Nicholson is at the end of the day, kind of like an avant-garde theater actor. You know, he's, he makes crazy Give me choices. the bat, give me the bat. And then he sticks his tongue out at her. When <laughs> uh, he goes, and the shining while going, while like stalking Shelly up the stairs. It is a real, I do have to say that the, the moment in the shining of, the fight between them where Shelly Duvall realized so afraid that she is up the stairs a few steps before realizing that she's going up the stairs. Incredible. The shining is absolutely, I'd say that's where I am right now. No, you're okay. Just just in the snow drifts. um, That's what I'm going to start doing to you now. Just you're okay. My friend Joan would do that to her baby when the baby would fuss. She would just look to the baby across the room and just be like, you're okay. And then the baby uh-huh. would be okay. Thanks, Reed. I appreciate that. Well, and also your way of, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, we, but we have different strong suits, you know, and that's, that's the, what is it, you know, without help, it is too much for us. So, you know, different, different strong suits go in to, to help. I hope that at some point we are able, we're both able to see the entirety of French Exit. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. Me too. I think you'll really like it. And I think you will also be like, well, this is a real, um, Michelle Pfeiffer playing Jack Forever playing Michelle Pfeiffer playing a Jack Forever role. I have to admit something. Okay. While we were talking about pennies from heaven, I, I mm. farted quite loudly and I wonder, um, if it'll be on the audio, Jesus. but I just didn't say anything, but, um, well, it, I know I mean, my audio now had everyone to can know. Okay. I just had to I didn't admit hear that. it, but uh, that's I guess. For Jer- it was for Jeremy. I needed Jeremy to know that I'm, I, okay. I, I just, it, I farted. You, you needed Jeremy to know and everyone who listens to this. Yeah, to know, that's right. But, um, Oh, and also thank you to our listeners for really showing up for us after we did an existential questioning of this podcast. 
Um, yet again. Yet again. Um, yet again. Yes. Yeah, so, and it, and it did uh, unveil to us that, yes, heading into some advice column time. So, yeah. shoot us your questions and Reed will collate them. Yes. Um, all right. I need to head into class. <clears throat> uh, and uh, what are you doing today? Well, I have school and then mm-hmm. the library. We both have school. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's it. Right, right. As you said, well, please send my complete and forever eternal love to Linda Murray. And, um, will she be there tonight? Well, yeah, she's, I'm, I'm doing the handoff to, I'm not going in the library. I don't go in it. Yeah. Oh, I see. So you go and you put stuff on the side of uh, the glass (laughs) door and she waves at you. And when you've taken six feet away, she takes it. Incredible. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, you know, fog up the glass door with your breath and write, oh. Jack loves you so much, Linda, I and will. then draw a heart. And I'll also draw and, like um, little baby's footprints with my fists. Did you ever do that? Yes. Uh, yes, that is. I do remember <laughs> that. Yeah, I do. I do. I just looked out the window and there's so much snow here and it is so bleak. It really, oh. February is such a... We are having a sunny, sunshine day here in New York, but... It's lots of snow, but the sun reflecting off the snow is giving me some energy. What about the cars? Have have cars moved and stuff? Guess what? My windows don't look out into the front, so I don't know. Well, when you've taken a walk, you must have taken a walk. Have you seen, are all the cars exactly where they are? Jeremy goes back today, so. I don't know about cars, but yeah, I guess so. All right, well, hopefully he can find some parking. More will be revealed. Um, He can let us know and we can talk about it next week. All right, ladies, gentlemen, another. We love you. We love you. Send us your questions. Okay. Hi, Dance and Stuff listeners. This is Margaret Fuhrer. I'm the editor and producer of the Dance Edit podcast. Like you, we love Reed and Jack over at the Dance Edit, and if you get especially excited when they turn into journalists and do reporting, we think you might like our podcast too. The Dance Edit podcast is a weekly dance news show. It's hosted by me and three other editors from Dance Media. We work on Dance Magazine and Dance Spirit and Point. And every Thursday, we discuss and sometimes yell a little bit about the week's top dance news stories, and then we interview one of the dance artists who's shaping the news. And our recent interview guests have actually included a few dance and stuff friends. We've had Kyle Abraham, we've had Lloyd Knight. Basically, we've built a nice little nerdy community, and we hope you'll join it. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts and at thedanceedit.com slash podcast.